guys, welcome to Home with Havila. This is a podcast where we have good conversations about life and God, but also we like to answer those questions that you you want to figure out. We believe that living the abundant life is absolutely possible. It's not just something we can do, it's something that we should do because it's available. So why not take advantage of it? And we are jumping into our next series. Now, last month we had an entire series on relationships and don't forget to check that out. We talked about marriage. We talked about co-parenting. We had a sex coach on here. It was an incredible month. Make sure if that's your curious moment, go back and listen to that. But this week we're going to talk about self-development. And I think it's really important. The reason we picked this topic is because we're headed into the holidays. And the holidays, I don't know about you, but the holidays are are just triggers. They're just triggers for how we grew up. They're triggers in the relationship. They're triggers in our expectations. And so we know that the more self-awareness you have, the better you are at life and the better you can navigate stuff that comes your way. And so one of the things we wanted to do is have some conversations around self-development and encourage you with steps, practical things you can do every single day to develop your life and to stay powerful in your journey. So it was a really easy moment for me to think about who I wanted on this podcast for this series and my number one person, Jay Valentin. Jay Valentin and I have been friends I want to say 25 years, maybe 24 years, but we have been friends forever. And then when we moved to Reading, we led more revolution and Jay and I would travel and talk on about healthy sexuality and the feminine, femininity and masculinity. Obviously either of us would take a different, different one of those, but Jay and I really, we just got to go really around the world and teach on this topic. And now his world has merged into uh, really leading men and growing in that. I don't want to take your whole introduction, Jay. So I just want to, maybe you could greet everybody and kind of tell us who you are, what you do. And yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me on here. Sure. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So I work about the church, help to oversee the Transformation Center, which is our counseling departments at uh, Bethel and then teach and do all kinds of fun stuff. I have a men's movement right yes. now. It's called Brave Co. So if there's guys I on here, I love that Brave Co. Yeah, it's awesome. You can follow us on Instagram or whatever. But I just uh, I love I love this topic, emotional health. I love the topic, trying to better ourselves to grow and really uh, change the way we think, the way we see life, the way we do life. I totally agree. I, I know you, um, you know, our lives, none of our lives have been perfect, but I know that you speak out of experience and just having gone through some really tough things. But one thing that I love about you, Jay, is, um, you ask the hard questions because I can tell you've asked yourself and you're never going to tell me something that hasn't worked for you or you haven't done. Like, I just know you've put it into practice and I'm curious, how did you, how did you become so self-aware? Did you grow up that way? Were you born that way? Or did life make you that way? How'd that start? Yeah, probably all of the above. I think <laughs> <laughs> I do think that some people were all built different, right? So when I look at uh, even just all my kids, that's a great example. And probably a lot of people who are listening to this have kids <laughs> as well. And you could you could just see like one one of my kids is the jock. He's just built talented. He came out talented. Elijah came out talented. 
And not that my other kids aren't talented, um, but if there's somebody that's going to win at a sport, it's probably him. And when I look at Riley, Riley has talents and gifts that, that you know, Evan and Elijah don't have and, and, and vice versa. So yep. for me, I think I was, I was really built to empathize with people well. Therefore, I think I empathize with myself well, have compassion for people. I naturally have compassion for myself. That didn't get damaged during childhood. Wow. And I think that because it didn't get, didn't get damaged in childhood by my parents or I didn't have a hard childhood. So that compassion was, I was able to use it for myself and therefore thinking through how am I doing? What's going on inside? Yeah. Do I like this? Do I not like this? My home fostered powerful thinking mm. and not everybody grows up like that. Mm-mm. And so at the same time, as I went through life, I think because And you know, anytime you teach a certain subject, you're forced to look at it. Mm -hmm. So when I started (laughs) down the road of emotional health and teaching and doing tons of marriage counseling appointments and individuals, and you start to go like, what makes people really healthy? What's the difference between this person and this person? And you start to realize like, oh, this person has no idea what they're even facing every day. Therefore, they don't even know that this is a need. Therefore, they're starving. That's why they're acting out. Mm-hmm. And once I started putting those pieces together in counseling mm-hmm. and showing people like your life, you have a very hard life simply because you're missing out on knowing what's happening, when it's happening. And you only catch it later on. Yeah. I start, you know, it trains you to go like, how am I doing? What is my life like? What are my cycles life like? And paying really close attention to that. And then, you know, later on, you just develop tools because you're teaching people. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, one of the best ways to, to grow is to teach. Learn a concept, learn a principle, practice it, teach it. I do too. And it's, it has been a profound thing in my life to teach. Because often I don't know I have a hole in my theology or my psychology or whatever it is about a certain topic until I try to teach it. And I think parenting really exposes that because your kids ask you questions and you're like, because I said so, or (laughs) I don't know, I've always believed this. And then you have to go back and be like, wait, that's probably not a good enough answer for the next generation. 100%. (laughs) Just figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. So parenting has been huge. I'm I'm curious where, where, you know, I know you get to counsel a lot of people. You and I know there are people that, you know, even high profile people that you've really had an opportunity to counsel. Where do you think people miss it the most in life when it comes to self-awareness? Where do they miss it? Yeah. I, maybe we can use the analogy of a backpack. Okay. I think that I was talking to a bunch of guys the other night on zoom and I asked them what's in your backpack. If your life, if responsibility, the responsibility of your life is something that you should be able to handle and carry. So, for you, it would be the responsibility of coming home and taking care of your four boys, uh, being a wife, yep. uh, the truth to table stuff that you're doing, the, you know, all, your ministry, all of that should equal something that you can carry. So let's say that it's 25 pounds. As a woman, you should be able to carry that 25 pounds of responsibility day in and day out and not have it damage, mm-hmm. you know, your person. I, 
anything beyond that that you're carrying, any extra weight that you're carrying is added weight. So let's say that your marriage isn't doing well. Let's say that, that it's not doing well because um, you haven't given it attention. Uh, you and Ben haven't learned how to communicate well. Let's, let's just say that. So it, everything goes well until you get into, until somebody gets triggered. Mm -hmm. And when you guys get triggered, you don't have tools for that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're in a season where you're constantly getting triggered and your marriage isn't doing well, that's going to be an extra five pounds, 10 pounds, 20, 30, 40. And you know that you're carrying too much weight when you're irritated yep. all the time. When you go to work and all you can think about is home or you're at home and all you can think about is work or you're supposed to be relaxing, but all you're thinking about is kids or the, yeah. the extra weight that you're carrying around. And what I've realized, is, uh, you know, for men, but it also works for anybody is most people haven't identified the extra weight in their backpack. So yeah, they should be so carrying true. around, you know, for me, it'd be 30 pounds, but because I have tons of pain in my childhood hypothetically, that is undealt with. The way I see myself is really painful. So I, I continually talk down to myself. I don't have confidence. All those equal something that we are literally carrying around. I, this is profound, and I don't want to interrupt you too much, but the idea that when someone says, I feel like my life is harder than other people's, they're probably right. 100%. If you're carrying those that type of weight and you're collecting it through childhood into adulthood and no one's teaching you how to, I want to say off-ramp or uh, unload yes, that unload. backpack, then we get to a point where we have depression, we have anxiety, and, and we're going, I feel like I'm broken. And we're saying, yeah, you kind of are because it's not that you're broken like you can't be repaired, but there's this brokenness to your life because you are carrying too much it's unbearable, which comes out in anxiety and depression and wanting to isolate and not being able to do the basics, like take care of your kids or take care of your marriage or take, I'm, I'm not talking about solve it, but, but maintain and nurture. We just go, I'm out. I don't have anything to give to this relationship. And that's, I've never seen it like that. It's an excellent analogy. Yeah. So I'll give a quick example and then, and then we can continue just to, to dialogue in it. When Elijah was 14. Um, he went through just a really, really hard time, which I have permission to tell these stories. <laughs> he got married this, this last yeah, weekend, so, so his life awesome. has turned out. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> 14 years old, I mean, I mean, everything just flipped upside down. He, for Lauren and I, he was, it was so hard. Mm. What was hard? Everything was hard. Mm -hmm. Hey, bud, dinner's done. All right. <laughs> You're like, hey, I need you to come down. I'm coming. Like, are you all right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. But you seem upset. I'm upset because you keep asking me questions. <laughs> I, it's I that. Does he have a twin? Because I think I'm living with yeah. that one. <laughs> it, everything was hard, you know, and then it started to get into school. And every confrontation, even starting out a loving conversation, it was just rough, man. It was rough. And so I realized right away, like, I'm at work dreading coming home. Mm -hmm. I'm at home dreading the confrontation in the hallway, just seeing him in the hallway. Mm -hmm. I'm dreading dinner time. And I realized like, man, this sucks. I am, I am carrying so much pressure and Lauren's carrying so much pressure and poor, poor him. You know, he's got tons. Of, he's carrying too much. And I realized right away, which maybe I'm jumping the gun, but I need a guide. I need a guide. And 
best friends don't make great guides. So if, if somebody's taking notes, like great friends don't always make great guides. Great guides make great guides. So I started to think, who is the expert in this area, which I think people should be asking all the time. Who's the expert in this area? Well, for me, I had access to Danny Silk, yeah. which is, is great. So I called Danny and I'm like, dude, this is what's going on. I'm struggling. You know what's interesting? When I look at that season, my son didn't change till he was 18, till he had an encounter with God. Literally didn't change. You know what changed? Me. Mm. Danny Silk taught me how to change. And a lot of people are, the reason why I tell this story in the backpack and all that is because a lot of people go, yeah, but I live with, I live with a husband who doesn't want yeah. to go get counseling. Okay. I, and that's hard. I'm not saying, okay, that's easy. I live with a wife that doesn't want to, I mean, my world is full of people that, that are going, yeah, but, and I get that. I have tons of compassion for that. I've had hard kids. I've had a hard marriage. It's not easy. The question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to get the expert that teaches you how to address breakfast, lunch, and dinner differently? Your life differently so that you're powerful. And that's what this really boils down to is learning how to live life intentionally, getting different tools so that here's what I could do. I could go to work and even though let's say that I was carrying 40 pounds before Danny plus my normal 30, right? Cause I'm always carrying my 30 right. pounds of responsibility. Right. Elijah was another 40 pounds with Lauren. I could offload maybe five pounds of that, but she couldn't take much of it. Right. So I'm down to 65 pounds with Danny. I was able to offload to where I just carried maybe 15 extra pounds for a season. I can do that. And not only that, but because he taught me how to plan out, my life, Danny did, okay, when you have a confrontation, this is what you do. And when he says this, this is what you do. I was able to go to work and put down that 15 pounds because I had a plan. So I only need to put that on when I'm getting ready to, to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I only need to put this on. So it, it helped me to go, okay, I don't have to go to, to work and feel all this chaos. And when I go home, I don't have to feel like, oh, crap, because I actually knew when to put on this extra 15, do my job, take it off. I got a plan. But most people, what I find is because we don't know how to find a great guide or great tools, we carry that all the time and we try to share it with people around us to get to help, but they, don't, they can't actually carry hardly any of the weight. So therefore we're stuck day in, day out in this crazy cycle of I'm just carrying, I'm dragging myself through life. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good, Jay. I've never, ever looked at it. Obviously I teach on boundaries and carrying a backpack and all the things. I've never looked at it like that. And I so agree. It's almost too, you can have this intention of knowing, okay, I'm going to have a baby. That means I'm going to carry an extra 20 pounds because I've got an infant and a newborn in recovery. But it's really, I think what's really interesting, and I, I know you're alluding to this, but you have to be able to offload weight so that when extra weight comes, it doesn't take you over the edge. And I think that's the issue is we can navigate and manage for a while and we can carry the weight of a bad childhood. We can carry the weight of a broken relationship. We can carry the weight of, you know, something that was said or whatever, 
But, and then we'll see somebody have a baby, get married, change jobs, um, get a, a year older, and they start to break down. You think, what's the big deal? We're all having kids. Yep. We're all changing our lives. We're yep. all having to carry that. And there can be almost a disconnect of understanding that they were already at max before. So I, I love that reality of how we can see others with empathy. But what you're saying is no one's going to unload that backpack for you. You've got to do that. And having a coach or a guide will allow you to do that. And that doesn't mean crying in your beer with your friend. It no. actually means I need to find an expert, somebody who knows what they're talking about and them to guide me out of this place that I feel stuck and, and I'm in the, I'm in the Valley and I don't know how to get through the Valley without a guide. Yeah. And the first place to start is what's in your backpack. Okay. So if we I were to, that. if we were to do a list, because it's, you have to be self-aware at the same time, unless you take an inventory of where you're at. And I'm not saying introspection, we're looking for bad things. I'm saying take a weekend with God, have your, have your husband, watch the kids, take a weekend with God and make an inventory which could be anything from any extra weight for me. If I think through my life, I'm going, okay, anxiety. I've dealt with anxiety for a long time. Is it under control? If it's not, how much weight do I carry from that? And then how often? And I just make a note, right? Literally make a note. I go through um, to uh, my work, to my kids, to my marriage, um, Exercise your emotional, sorry, your emotional health, your exercising, yeah. your weight, yeah. eating, all those things ha are either a benefit or they're a weight, one or the other. Very rarely are they neutral. You either get momentum because you feel good because I'm eating good in the season or I'm eating crappy and I feel horrible. Yeah, I'm not eating good. <laughs> and I don't feel good. My marriage too. So I really think that you got to tally up. That's excellent. And then what you're looking for is. For some people, like before I, before I went through a divorce and nervous breakdown, I would say nothing was, was head trauma. Anything in my life, in my backpack, there were things that weighed maybe a little bit more than what I should have carried around, but it wasn't head trauma. So you could solve it like you could, I could have solved, I could have picked anything on the list and just tackled it and it would have been fine. But when you have something like when you, when first responders roll up onto an accident, they're always looking for the most traumatic injury and in dealing with that first. So if they roll up to an accident and the person has a broken leg, they have a broken arm, but they're bleeding out their ears, they don't care about the broken arm, yeah. broken leg. All they're focusing on is the ears. And if they have, and once they get that fixed, they're not worried about the broken pinky. They're worried about the compound fracture in the leg. Right. Getting that set. And they go through it like that. What I found is that a lot of times people waste effort and energy fixing little tiny things because we feel powerful. Mm -hmm. We know we can fix that, mm -hmm. but they're bleeding out their ears. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to give such a dramatic. No, I love it. And, you know, their marriage is in shambles. But they're working on this they're thing over here. Or yeah. Working on, yeah, yeah. The kids schooling. They feel powerful. Mm -hmm. They can do it. Yeah. And that's where you need a guide to actually help you go, okay, marriage, this is the plan for marriage. Yeah. 
And it's not that you have to fix it all at once. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. So before you, I think that working on self-awareness is awesome, especially partnered with your plan. Because if you're just self-aware, but you don't know how to solve problems, and that's a lot of what we weren't taught in school and as kids is how do you solve life's problems? There's actually equations. How do you solve it? How do you find the answers to what you need? When you start to go, I need a guy, just even saying that, I need an expert, which could be on YouTube, mm-hmm. could be on a lot of right. your courses. You, someone can, they can pay $70 and get an expert and get a guide right there. Great, that's awesome. Um, not everything you have to pay for a counselor or a life coach. But smart people ask for help. Like I've done yes. tons of research on this. The smartest, most brilliant, wealthy, I'm talking relationally and life wealthy. They always ask for a guide. They never do it on their own. It's really a poor man's journey to just say, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to power through it. I'm going to figure it on my own. No way. I mean, could you imagine if your doctor said, I'm not going to go to medical school. I'm just going to power it through my, I'm just going to figure it out. We'd be like, you're not touching me. Why? Because you're expecting yourself to be knowledgeable in an area that you have no training. It's the same with so many areas of our lives, marriage, parenting, ministry, uh, whatever, uh, self-awareness, all these areas, or even mental health. We, we just assume I'm going to power my way through it. I'm going to white knuckle my way through it. And then our lives blow up and we don't understand why. And we're saying, because someone taught you to work too hard. Someone taught yep. you that if you want to be an adult, you have to be an expert. And that's right. just not true. It's, it's actually it's really opposite. harmful. Yes. Yeah. If you, you know, responsibility is what gives life meaning. And when we learn how to be responsible. Wait, that's really good. Did you just come up with that? <laughs> responsibility gives life meaning. I love that. Yeah. And when we learn how to manage our responsibilities, which means you're not the expert, you're the owner. Uh You're not, none of us are an expert in all the areas we need. You're not, you're learning to be an expert in Ben. Uh Ben's the expert in Ben. And you're over here going, tell me more, show me. What did that feel? I mean, that is, I'm learning Lauren. I'm learning my kid, but it's my responsibility. Yeah. And we can't check out of that because as soon as you check out of the responsibility of your life, ignore it, all of a sudden you feel purposeless. It's so true. And you're in, in you know, and you're trashed. So and you're carrying a, you're carrying a backpack, which doesn't, it's not fun. You're medicating or numbing yourself or trying to hide from life because you're carrying things that you weren't meant to carry. I'm curious, Jay, and you were kind of taking us through the sequence, and I hope I didn't interrupt too much, but first thing is self-awareness, what's in my backpack? I write that down. I acknowledge. And I will say this. Sometimes we can be ashamed that we don't feel like we should feel like it's a weight because it doesn't seem like a legitimate weight. Like, well, I didn't have a, I didn't have that happen to me and I'm not going through that. And I, I'm single, you know, I should be able to carry all this. And, and I think part of self-awareness is to validate what's really happening rather than to evaluate whether it's worthy or not. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's affecting you, then it's, it's worth looking at period. And you have, you have. Uh, you permission to uh, to say that doesn't work for me, whether somebody else thinks it works or not. It's right. none of their business. You're the owner of your land and you get to decide. Right. right? Evaluate it, then put it in order. Put it in order. Yeah. Uh, rate it. You know, my marriage is great, but the way that I, whatever, feel about my weight, uh, sorry if I keep picking on that, is, great. is, is a 10. 
I just think about all day long. I can't put it down when I'm playing with the kid, you know, or whatever. It's yep. that thing. Okay. You got to solve that thing. It's stealing so much of your energy. Great. Put your effort and energy towards that. And now find that guide. Find that guide. Figure that one out. Here's what I will say. If your life is not, if your life is not on your calendar, you're not going to solve it. If your problem is not on your calendar, you will not solve it. 90% of the time. People, the reason why people fail to get well, uh, the main reason is one, they don't identify what's going on. Two, they don't have the right guide. But if you identify and you have the right guide, but you don't do the work, mm -hmm. sorry. Mm -hmm. I have so many people that come into my office and just over the years, so many people. The only difference between the people that get well and don't get well at that point is who does homework. So Whose true. problem is on their calendar? Whose problem is giving them reminders on their phone? And if your marriage problem isn't on your calendar, you're not going to solve it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can tell right away. Like, are you going to solve your problem? Well, let's see. Is it on your calendar? Yeah. When are, when are the times when you've said, I will focus on this. I will learn that if you're trying to, if you have bad boundaries, mm -hmm. no problem. Mm -hmm. Everybody starts out with bad boundaries. <laughs> True. The only way you get good boundaries literally is by going, I'll learn it right here. Yep. It takes time out of your life, right? So people are going to pay one way or the other. You're going to pay right. worrying about your marriage That's or you're right. going to pay investing time, effort, and energy while feeling good because you have now momentum, positive momentum. You're going to spend the same amount of time except for you're going to solve it. So I would challenge people to go, yes, take self-awareness, figure out what's going on inside of you, put a whatever weight or a number or urgency mm -hmm. to it, mm -hmm. figure out, okay, now who's the expert. You might have to ask some friends like, Hey, I got this little problem right here. It's agitating. It's irritating. I can't go a day without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Find the expert, then set reminders in your phone or put it on your calendar, schedule out your life to, cause that way you can offload the weight, right? That's the trick in life is we can actually carry a lot as long as we don't have to carry it a long time. Yep. Right. So I can, you can have a 10 year marriage problem that you solve over a year and carry a heavy weight to sure. solve that. Right. Just, I, we do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yep. My husband and I go to counseling on Monday. Then we meet together on Wednesday and we practice for five or 10 or 15 minutes a day, sharing our emotions or feelings. And then Friday we do a date mm -hmm. and my, man, you'll be surprised. Like before you know it, your problem solved. Yeah. Muhammad Ali has this great quote. He says, it's not the mountain that breaks the man down. It's the pebble in his shoe. And pebble, the pebble is needs. When we don't stop and take, actually take care of the real needs that we have, the small ones, they create this huge blister, which then becomes debilitating. And we can no longer take steps in our life to get up the hill. It's not the, the problem with people isn't what they've been through or what they're going to go through. Mm -hmm. It's actually, do they know how to stop and take care of themselves and plan it out and nurture and pace to get all the way up the mountain? That is so brilliant, Jay. And one thing that I love about 
how you live and I can tell, um, and I'm very similar in the way that I learn the way you teach, which is tell me what to do next and, and give me a practical idea of how to do that. And then it just, it makes a lot of sense to me. And I think, um, well, first of all, we're out of time. So I want to ask you, will you come back and no, I love it. Will you come back and let's let's do a series on needs and how to get those needs met? Because I think you and I have had a lot of conversations about that. I've seen you teach that around the world and you're excellent at that. And so this is the beginning of so much that Jay carries. Um, I'm curious, the, the e-course that you have, yeah. is that connected to any of what you're teaching right now? Yeah, it is. Um, I wrote a book called Winning the War Within. Yes. And it's all about how to journey through through pain. If you don't, if I ask this question and you don't have an answer, then I would say you need, you need the book. Cause you have to have an answer. What is your process for dealing with pain? Yeah. If no one ever taught you how to deal with pain, how to deal with your emotions, then we try and we hide from things that we, we That's don't right. know how to deal with. So right. yeah. And then I, I created an e-course, which again, just takes you through how to process through pain, how to win. doesn't matter what you go through. Yep. and be stronger on the other side. You know, I want to, I want my story to be a weapon. I want the hardest things that I've been through to be weaponized in my life, to be something that now I'm a dangerous, in a good way, person because of it. I can defeat the enemy. I can win in my life. So yeah. I love that. You guys, we will link um, in the show notes, the course, we'll link the book as well. And if you're a man, your husband, you know, is you're you're like, I'm I got a man in my life, whether he's a boyfriend, a husband, a dad, brother, somebody that you're like, oh my gosh, I would love him to get connected to Jay and the movement of really being a healthy man, right? And again, I, I know that Jay, a lot of women also get a lot of what he's saying, but I'm just talking about the Brave Co. And yeah. the there's a huge movement that's beginning over here that Jay has a has is the founder and is leading this. And so we will link all that as well, but make sure you check for updates on that as, as well, because there's a lot of cool things happening and it's not just a one moment event for a man. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting experiences that they're creating to bring out masculinity to teach uh, the male heart. And it's just really exciting where Jay's going. And if you know Jay, he's an avid hunter, fisher, fisherman, like loves to be outdoors, loves to connect with God. Um, and it's, it really, it comes out in how he teaches because you can tell he's thought through process and he's given himself time to let it sink in and to really figure it out. And so um, if you enjoyed this, please make sure and throw throw up a review. Uh, give us some five stars. It'll help other people find this. And if you enjoyed this podcast and this topic, make sure and let us know. Um, this is already my invite to have you back because this is, it's so effortless to talk yeah. about this with you. Thanks, and I, I really enjoy it. And it, it's something that I would want to hear. Like in my life where I'm at, it's not something that I'm teaching as much as I'm learning. Like, yeah, tell me more about that. I want to figure that out. So Jay, I love you. Love you too. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. coming. And you guys, we will see you next time.